Are you sick and tired of the same old boring golf polo? Then you need to head over to Proud90.com and check out some of the absolutely outrageous designs Proud90 Golf has to offer. Extremely lightweight, extremely comfortable, and Proud90 guarantees you will get at least one compliment every time you wear one of their polos out in public. Perfect for bachelor parties, spicing up a boring day at the office, or just having a few beers with the boys out on the course. Comfortable and fun designs for every occasion. And to our listeners, you get 15% off when you go to Proud90.com and enter the promo code DUFF. That's Proud90.com, enter the promo code DUFF, 15% off your order. It's the Duffin' Up Podcast. We have a very special guest for you this week. This man was one of my first followers when I first joined TikTok. I don't know how I got his attention. I think I posted something funny about Ian Poulter, but that's the only way that I know. Uh, We have Chunky Golfer, the man, the myth, the legend, the ruler of all golf courses in Colorado. Sir, thank you very much for having us on. Hey, it's a pleasure, fellas. It's good to be on. You guys are you guys are legendary, so I'm excited to be here. You may know him from his introductory tagline. Please do it right now. You gotta. Oh, when I I start every video with "What's up, Chucky Spot? It's your boy." <laughs> I love Gets it. me every time. Love yeah. it. Oh, absolutely love it. I know. <laughs> it's important. Brandon, I know as a fellow <laughs> Chunky man. I, I do enjoy just being a part of the nice little chunky squad group. That's all I oh, really yeah. care about. Every, everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome. Big and small. There's more big of us than, than small, I think. <laughs> so, Chunky, you're saying Colorado, I know. Brendan? Brendan, you were saying Colorado. I've seen Chunky. I've seen you in South Dakota recently, Arizona. You, I mean, are you driving at all these places? You've taken air, airplanes? What, no, tra- no. Traveling to play. I'm uh, I'm lucky enough where I get to travel and play a lot. Um, I travel for business in my real in my real real world hobbies, and uh, I get to play everywhere I go, or I make it a, a priority to play. And then South Dakota was vacation, um, and then Arizona, Utah, um, that's more business. But it's you know if you're going to Arizona, you got to golf, and it's I mean that's a no brainer. And I I'll golf with anybody anywhere anytime. It doesn't matter. It's fun to get out. Real world hobbies. I love that. That's a great one. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't have a job. I don't have a job. I have a real world hobby. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's how I look at it. That's what you know. It, it keeps me sane because then it's one hundred percent. I I pretend like it's fun too. You know. <laughs> hey, you get to play golf with them. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, I I uh, my clients are prospects. I'm in sales, and they they all like to be on the golf course rather than than in the office. So I'm happy to oblige and. Someone's got to do it. I'm willing to do it. So I'll play golf. I see you're out there with your dad a lot too. <clears throat> yeah. My pops and I were, we're best friends. Um, he's a huge impact in my whole life. And we, we've been pretty tight um, for as long as, as I've been, you know, old enough to have a conversation. So he was a professional basketball player and I was into basketball growing yeah. up. Um, and so he kind of, um, I was kind of his next, you know, prodigy, if you will. 
And so he taught me basketball and he was the one who got me into golf. And, and so we've been Chunky. pretty close for a long time. Chunky, I just, we just let up 99 points as a team in basketball. That's why I'm late here today, tonight. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I coach some high school hoops and Very we, let cool. up, we let up 99 tonight, but I love basketball, man. That's awesome. No, so you gave up 99? Yeah, we gave up. Not, we, yeah, we only scored in the 60s, Chunky. Okay, well, you know, I, some nights they just don't have it. I coached high school ball for 12 years, so I know how it is. That's awesome. The kids are – you never know. That's kind of um, – that's kind of always been my passion, teenagers, like mentoring. And and that's kind of a side thing I do a lot still. But, you know, you never know what, what's going on in their lives. You never know what team's going to show up. And sometimes they're just better than you. 100%. So, yeah, that's a lot of fun. So I've, I've had the pleasure of um, seeing Chunky from when he first started on TikTok. And um, I like that as a podcast, we've, we've kind of found our niche and – um, in interviewing different uh, social media legends now, um, or big time social media guys. And I'm, I'm happy to say that, uh, and I've had the pleasure of watching Chunky grow from, you know, I don't know how many follows, you know, in the, in the very low thousands to, to now he has 30,000 followers on TikTok starts every single video with what's up chunky squad. And it, it's usually the one of my, one of the first videos that pops up on my for you page. And, uh, Every time, any every interaction we've had, um, whether it just be comments in the in the inbox or anything like that, um, he's just a stand up dude, and uh, and I can see why he has such a following because, but boy oh boy, he just uh, he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch that club get around, and he has such a smooth swing. So, um, first of all, uh, Chunky, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on here, and uh, well, thank welcome. you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's. I wouldn't say, I think the main, main thing, what you just said is my swing has to get around. It's like an orbit around my body. So <laughs> it's a, it's a smooth swing. Cause I, I have to take my time. You know, I don't want to hurt myself. So I, I, but I appreciate it. I try and treat everybody well and respectful. Cause you know, you never know what someone's going through. No, it's always absolutely. good to, to be helpful. No, for sure. Chunky. So, you know, one of my first thoughts, so, you know, Tim was one of the first people to get me into kind of the golf TikTok world. And one of my first follows was, was you actually. So kind of going through what made you decide, like, you know, I'm playing golf. This would be fun to maybe, you know, throw it on social media and, and, and see where it goes. What made you kind of decide on, on setting up the TikTok account? You know, that's a good question. So I, I mean, for the last, you know, I've been playing golf uh, seriously since I was about 23 or 21 ish. Um, so about 19 years, basically. And I was always the kid growing up who went to the range with his friends in high school and just hit the ball as far as we could and didn't really get into it. Just liked to hit it and watch it on TV. Kind of the generation of Tiger fans. Tiger got me into it. I mean, I'm one of those guys. Um, but then as, I, as I've grown older and gotten into the professional world, I, you know, I just I play so much. And um, I just thought it was fun to post videos of myself on my personal pages. And people were always like, man, you play golf a lot. Like, you should you should think about doing something with it. And I just never really thought about it. Um, and then my sister-in-law, who's actually at the time, she was a Utah jazz dancer. Uh, she said, you know, you should, uh, you should start posting these videos and see if you can get a following. And there's this new TikTok thing. You should try it. And so it took me a few months and then I was just like, all right, I'll throw a couple on there. And if you see my first few videos, they're very eclectic in terms of what I was posting. 
Um, and then I decided, you know, I'm just going to stick to golf and go that way and we'll just see what happens. And, you know, it, at first it was slow and, and didn't really care. I've never really cared about how many people follow me. Um, just like to post the videos of doing something we all love. And, you know, you know, I, I literally woke up one day and looked at my phone. I was like, Oh crap, I have 5,000 followers. I'm like, that's cool. Didn't think anything of it. And then, Oh crap. I have, you know, 12,000 followers. And then, you know, it just continued to build. And I said, Oh, well, maybe there's something to this. Like I'll keep doing it for fun. If people like it and they want to watch it, I'll keep doing it. So that's, that's awesome, man. No, I, I am very jealous on that yeah. side. Yeah, something you said right before we started was you said, um, and we, we've all agreed on this podcast that we're not really doing it for the money. We're just doing it yeah. because believe me, there is zero money. Um, we're doing it for the love of the game. We're just three guys, and now we have a fourth with us right now. We just love the game of golf. And Exactly. Yeah, there's, yeah I mean, and, and at first my wife was kind of like, why are you doing this? It seems to be a little bit weird, you know you're you're in your 30s like no one really cares and i was like I, it doesn't matter it's just for fun it, i don't anticipate anything coming from it and you know as as time went on i started getting the packages in the mail and the shirts and all this stuff and i thought you know this is cool this is this is my peak here i'm happy about this yeah and that's you know it's really more about the relationships and uh supporting other people for me because i'm i'm very big about putting out in the world what you want back and so whenever I can have a chance to help other people, I, like if I go on to someone's live, I always make it a priority to send gifts um, and, and like and share because it's important to help other people. And, you know, that's really what it's about. I, I really when I say it's about the Chunky Squad and my my followers and the people around me, that's it's really what it is, because I'm not getting anything out of it. Like we talked about, I'm really losing money more than I'm making by a long shot. And I'm OK. with it. It's <laughs> fun. So that's Absolutely. And I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing about, about growing the game and, and, you know, doing something that you love and speaking of something that you love and something that I love is making fun of your putting. And for no reason whatsoever, I don't know how I got into it, but I what's just started making putting? fun of your putting out of nowhere. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's not a nice thing. I will admit it, but it came out of nowhere. I reported him for bullying. Because it was, it, it, I just was shocked. It really, it shook me. And I was, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time. I think it was about my Scotty Cameron flex. Was it that video? It was, I think it was uh, the one where you said like, I have two, I have two of these. Yeah. It was just like, and neither of them work. Yeah. And, and Yikes, Brandon. Right. It was so mean. I Brandon did it. have it a so couple mean. of bad. He had a couple of bachelor parties and weddings. It could have been, it could have been a late. Was it late at night? Was it early morning? What was it, Brendan? I don't know. It was not like a super mean one. I think it was like something about, well, it was mean, but I think it was like about the Scotty Cameron's. It was like, I don't know how to use them. I'm like, yeah. I was like, that's rude. It was like, it's true, but it's well, still rude. And you were like, you were one of like 15 people that commented it. But for some reason, I didn't care about the other 15 people. I was like, <laughs> it was, that, was, that was a shot across my bow. I, so I got up the, at the family room, started going to work, you know, making sure I was back on the grind. So that way this summer I can tag you in all my putting videos and just say, I, you know, thanks for motivating me. I can't wait until you hit like a 35 foot footer on camera and you tag me and be like you did this like oh, you yeah. did you did I'm, this to me and now i'm a machine 
And I'm happy, but I'm also happy that you're probably not happy because you can't make fun of my putting anymore. And I'm, I'm going <laughs> to point at the camera and I'm going to walk up to it like Happy Gilmore and talk just to you and say that was for you. I love this. I can't wait happen. for this. It's going to happen. I mean, even if, if I stage it. I don't think anyone should be knocking, knocking your, your golf game. You're hitting pink lines. You're hitting blue lines when you want to. You can like work, you're, you're working the ball both ways. I mean, Brendan, I think this some little. Oh, this is here. a losing battle on my end. No, <laughs> he's actually gonna like vastly improve, and then like I'm gonna have egg on my face. But that's okay. That's the that's fun golf. part about, I love, about I love, golf TikTok. I love the TikTok. The what was it? No, no fun. Me, your wife said no to the to the simulator or the or the. Yes, that was. Awesome. Awesome. I thought that was terrific. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, I was. Uh... I, I was begging her. I just said, "Hey, listen, the base we're, we're in the process of doing this. Let's let's just throw in a corner. Let me have a spot." And she was like, "No." And I said, <laughs> "I wish you supported me as much as I support you." And she didn't buy it. So it was. Uh, That's great. I told. I actually told the flight scope guys that I was I was going to do it. You know, and they didn't believe me. So it's it's been funny because I I don't want to come across like I'm asking them for that because I don't care. It's it's just all in fun. But it's no, like right. You know, if you want to, I would definitely take it. I'm a little, I'm a little upset still, but you know, it is what it is. Oh, speaking, and it's actually sitting um, oh, there. Sorry, go, go for it, Chucky. My bad on, 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 on stopping you there. <laughs> oh no, you're good. I was just saying that the, the mock simulator, the pro, the, uh, the whatever they call it, the first one you make, it's still sitting down there in the dark, not being used. It took more, <laughs> it took more time figuring out how to do the tracer to make it look like it was going somewhere than it did making it so no big deal <laughs> so speaking hey, of simulators oh, sorry go ahead go ahead Tim. <clears throat> yeah so speaking of simulators i know you're in colorado right now uh the boys up north are in are in uh rhode island and, and i'm usually in massachusetts but down south carolina right now so one of the biggest things it, that's coming around is simulator golf what do you find is like the funnest part of simulator golf and what do you find is the worst part? And I think everyone's answer is going to be the same on the worst part, but I want to hear it. I want to hear it first. The fun well, I, I think you're talking about putting. Um, yes. Putting. <laughs> yeah. When you're, here's my interpretation. When you're, when you're playing on a simulator, putting's really not part of it. I mean, you can still hit a putt, but it has no reflection or, or transition to the course. Um, Whenever I play the simulators, I always just do an automatic two putt unless you're inside 10 feet. So, cause it, it's a waste of time, you know, to sit there and try and putt. Um, that's just my opinion because I, I mean, yeah, it's stupid. I, I am a fan and I think it's becoming more and more uh, popular. Um, like you were saying, it's so much so where they're popping up all over Denver. And I'm actually thinking about um, opening one up here near where, where we are and kind of partnering with some friends um, because it is so popular. I'm not a big fan of drivers in the simulators either. Um, I'm also six, five, almost six, six. So I'm a tall guy and it's hard for me to hit drivers in simulators because I'm always worrying about where the club is. Um, but I, I, I think they're fun. I mean, I utilize them as much as I can because it's, it's miserable for about three months a year here, as you guys know, in the North, I mean, it's, almost impossible. Colorado gets a lot of sun. So we have days, but a lot of times the courses aren't open um, and the snow can be gone in a day, but a lot of times courses don't really allow people to go out anyways, because it, 
you know, the grass is different and it ruins it. But I, I like the simulators. They're fun, especially with friends. I'm a big fan of like Top Golf too. We have one close. So whatever, whatever I can do to get out and play, I'll do it. It doesn't matter. And I actually had a simulator for a while. I won't say which one it was because I really didn't like it. It didn't work well. <laughs> um, so, I mean, and I don't want to spend $40,000 on one. Do you guys ever see those ads on TikTok? They're like, go get your whatever golf simulator starting at 45999 yeah. Like Trackman, like the Trackman Elite or whatever it is. Yeah. Like I see like, that one all the time. I'm like, I'm not spending awkward? 30 grand on the base version. Yeah, <laughs> Who's got that? One. Like that's not happening. Like, what? <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's. I don't know what kind of audience they think they're reaching on TikTok, but it's not that. No, I do. I, I did sit down and after round of golf with one guy. I I shouldn't have been. I was the least well-off out of the group and it was a nice country club and we sat down after and this guy said he spent i i don't it was either 50 or like 150 like grand on on like the the whole build out of like the (laughs) yeah just mind-boggling numbers mind-boggling nice that'd be amazing (laughs) if i I would be i'm definitely getting one for sure i wonder i wonder what wife's asking on the other end you know, oh, like, geez. what's well, if you have that kind of money, I don't think she's stressing at all what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, true. She's probably Very spending true. all. Yeah, Chunky, I saw you had uh, two kids. I got three. I got three, three, three boys. Wow. Lucky yep. you. Yeah. Got... Ten, ten, seven and four. Wow. I got yeah, a 30 week pregnant wife. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Congrats. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're excited about it for sure. We haven't found wow. out the gender, so going in blind. In the old-fashioned way. Uh, you know, you're you you're you're living the gambler life because nowadays, I mean, it's so like separated and girls and boys. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I I I guess I should say, you know, I should warn you, it's not always great, you know, as a father to father. It's going to suck for a while, so I'm just sure. get ready. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm kidding. Beautiful. No. Oh. Great. You Congratulations. Got... Yeah, no, thank you. Thank hey, there's – um, not to not to completely turn uh, – do a 90-degree um, turn on this uh, interview, but, hey, so there was that one video, and it was of an old guy. It said his fr- – uh, I'm not sure if it was, like, an uncle or whoever. It said um, his first eagle ever. And the guy was an absolute hoot. He you he hit the ball and like he's like dancing around because it was a great shot. And then he went to go look in the hole and he's just like he's like it's in the fucking hole. And yeah, I, I was that was that someone like a, a video that someone sent you? Was that something you were a part of? What was that? Yeah, so I actually got tagged in that like fifty times by family and friends. It was someone. It was someone else's video, but I thought the same thing you did. I was like, this guy's incredible. Like, what an awesome what an awesome shot. Like, you know, he was just happy to be on the course and then to hit that shot. And he was, yeah, I, I, I actually sent them an email and just was like, Hey, congrats. And they, they follow me on TikTok now, but yeah, that wasn't mine. I wish it was. I'd love to be around a shot like that, especially for someone, someone like him. Yeah. To have the energy that he had at that age with the, it was, it was a, you know, heartwarming, heartwarming video that brought Quite a couple laps, that's for sure. Yeah, a lot of people ask me about that one or the snake one with the other old guy. Um, oh, the snake one, yep, yep. 
Yeah, that one, that one was, that was actually probably the original one that went viral for me on Instagram. That one had like 50,000 views and that was actually my video. I was the one who put the snake down. Yes. Yes. Um, so the poor, poor dude, he wasn't even in our group. I, we didn't even know who that guy was. No so, way. Yeah. He was a stranger. And so we, one of our buddies punked out playing this real nice course in golden near Coors brewery. Um, if you're ever out in Denver, which you guys should all come out and play. Um, we would, you know, I'd take you to that course. It's a great course. It's called fossil trace and it's really uppity, you know, lots of, you know, you have, you're three weeks out to get a tea time. Easy. I mean, easy. Wow. And so they threw the single with us and he was telling me how afraid of snakes he was. And I thought, okay, you know, let's see if I can kill this guy, you know, <laughs> give him a heart attack. And I never posted the full video cause he goes crazy. Um, and it'd get taken down for language, but he, oh my gosh, he, met, he was speaking in tongues. I, I mean, it was crazy. It was <laughs> so, so funny. He, it shook him. He left after nine because he couldn't recover. Like he was short of breath. Ew, and I, I felt, I felt <laughs> so bad. I legit almost killed him. Oh, so. that's a great story. Oh, yeah, that's, um, that, I, that is definitely, now that, you, now that I recall, that is definitely the first video that I've ever seen of yours. Yeah, that's kind of what started it, actually. I, in fact, I got a friend in Boston who, who texted me and said, hey, I just saw a video and I thought I saw you on it. Was that yours? And I said, it was. It was. So it's, it's, it's a funny one. That's one I'm proud of. For some reason, I'm proud of that one. I don't know why. It's, it's, just, it's funny. That's yeah. great. You can be proud. You can absolutely be proud. Well, okay, I'll, I'll, I won't be insecure about it. I'm <laughs> you put in effort. You, yeah, you, Brendan, yep. you something. There's a lot of planning. I and mean, if you watch the video, he, he I mean, not to, to get off track, but it was like, it was a whole setup, like, cause you can't just throw it down. And he was already at his cart. And I told my other, the third buddy who was riding with him, I said, Hey, take him over and have him show you that training aid with the orange ball on the end. Have him show you that so I can put the snake down. And my buddy knew exactly what it was. And this guy told him all about it and how it worked and how great it was. And then came back and almost died. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. This if, if now I don't it. feel as bad for making fun of you for the putting. Now I don't feel as bad. <laughs> hey, uh, fair enough. But just remember, you know, like I said, you put it on the world and it comes back, Brennan. So just it remember that. It does. It does. Maybe that was it coming back because people have tried to scare me too. But I'm not afraid of snakes, so it doesn't really work. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you if I'm afraid of snakes or not because that's going to be in your back pocket if I am afraid of snakes, which I may or may not be afraid of snakes. Hey, either way, I'll figure it out. You know, you'll either be scared or you won't. I'm afraid of snakes, but I would never leave a back nine because a snake scared me. If it killed me, I'd leave. But yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Michael would stay. <laughs> no, but you would definitely leave, Michael. You would definitely <laughs> you'd be on a stretcher, but we'd get you out of there. You could but, bury me six feet deep. That's true. That's true. I don't think the course put a laugh with them. I think they'd be like, this has gone far enough. Like, well, and that, that's kind of what I'm, I'm kind of worried about. And I'm like, someday someone's going to see a real snake that's been with me. Then they're going to step next to it. And they're going to think initially it's a fake snake. And they're going right. to get actually, because I've been programming them to think it's a fake snake. And then yeah. they're going to, so I've kind of cut it back. I just do it to friends. <laughs> and, and you play, you play on courses out there that I'm sure have real snakes. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. I, we don't. We don't even know what that is. Yeah, we've seen. We've seen lots of lots and lots. You, you get about two hundred of them a year out here that you'll see. Yeah, if I was fr never mind, I think I might take that back. 
if I was scared of snakes beyond belief and then I, I lived out there and I knew they were everywhere and I don't know. And then you see, and I think oh. you just gotta like, you know, you move to like North Dakota where there's nothing, you know what I mean? Like there's not a lot of things that are going to kill you. Like just, just live in, live out there where there's not rattlesnakes. There's not, I mean, I guess there's bears, but like, you know, there's not going to be like a little thing that crawls right behind you and bites you. Yeah, but have you, go somewhere seen, else. have you seen the courses he plays? I mean, holy hell, I'd, I'd take a couple snake bites here and there with a carol. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that statement either. Well, <laughs> at some point, you just got to take what comes with it, right? Just hit your ball in the fairway and you won't even have to worry about it. That's, That's hard right. to do. Uh, That's easier too said, hard. Easier said than done, Chunky. Easier <laughs> said than done right there. That's yeah, brutal. I, I, played in, I played in Florida last, last summer and hit my ball and it went about four feet into this like patch of leaves and I stepped on the leaf patch and the leaves started to move and I could see my ball and I was like, I'm good. We'll just drop. I don't need it. I don't want it that bad. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me not want to play. That's either a copperhead down there or yeah. well, it's prob- probably a nice little nope rope, especially Florida. Here hey, in I, South I, Carolina, we get, we get, we got the absolute ancient dinosaurs where when they're on the course, you're just like, um, you know, ball might be you know within three yards and you just don't even want to go near them because it doesn't matter any sudden movement they're either going to run away or run towards and it's literally a 50 50 chance which one they're going to do so you're just like we're going to leave that one (laughs) we're going to leave we're going to leave that one and we're going to we're going to drop a couple yards away and and just keep going i'm willing to pay for another pro v1 or whatever ball i have i don't care i don't care (laughs) The only thing that's going to scare you around these parts in like Rhode Island, like is if you're playing at dusk and like a frog jumps in the water and it, the water splashes and you're like, whoa, whoa, what was that? Like hey, rattlesnakes. Yeah. I do not envy being feared of fearful of rat, rattlesnakes when I play in Arizona or, or Colorado golf course. I'm, I've been yeah, watching too much Yellowstone. They're very rare. You don't watch Yellowstone? They're not rare, but they're, they don't bother you. They don't, they don't bother you. Yeah. Yeah. Just remember, our ancestors were the ones that did not go west. They stayed here. They were like, "This is safe." Junkie's ancestors were like, "Screw this. We're going. We're going west. We're going out there. We're we don't care money. about the rattlesnakes. We don't care about the bears. We don't care about hey, those we- freaking big horn sheep that will run into you. Like, they're you guys are nuts. <laughs> You're absolutely crazy for going out there." The good thing is, is that's never happened. No one's ever been killed by a big horn sheep, but. We can pretend. That would be sick. That'd be a good way to go. That would be that'd be the ultimate way to go to think about it being the first. And we are off the rails, which is great. But being the first person to be killed by a bighorn sheep, like that's an accomplishment almost. Like yeah, that that would have to be an accident. Like uh, something weird would happen because you know you wouldn't get close enough for it to get mad at you anyways. (laughs) Oh man, that's funny. The chunky. Um, you said you travel a lot for work. Uh, is there any like awesome golf courses that you played because of work, or what is even if it's not for work, what's the best golf course you've ever played? Oh man, that's a great question. I think uh, you know, for me, I love I love Colorado courses. I love the like the mountain courses. There's some cool ones here in like Keystone, Breckenridge, uh, ski towns that are open during the summer for golf. If you can ever get out and play mountain golf here, it's a lot of fun beautiful scenery and your ball flies um but i would say with work and with personal stuff and travel and you know life experiences i've played pebble multiple times i love pebble 
Um, <clears throat> I love Bay Hill in Florida. That was probably, that's the top three for me. Um, that's, there's just something different about it. And I would say, I would say top three for me would be, um, Wailea, uh, golf club in Maui is probably number one for me. That's um, the Tony open, right? Uh, no, that's, that's the plantation. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. That's on the North side of the same Island. Great course though. Um, I've played that, uh, once, but it was, it was kind of mid season when they're prepping because their whole season is getting ready for that one tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, it's kind of gimmicky when it's the off season. Um, great course though, but I would say Pebble number two, Bay Hill number three, and then probably like Torrey Pines. I've played Torrey Pines South. Um, all great. And then a couple local Colorado courses, because Colorado is pretty, pretty unique where you have a lot of different scenery and a lot of different, um, styles of geographics whether you're in the mountains or whether you're you know in the rocky cliffs um there's a course here called called arrowhead that's really cool i've got a couple videos looks like red rock it's got all the red rocks going through the course stuff like that but those three would be my top three top four is one of those the red rock one is remember there was a video you posted a while back it was you on a uh it was a driving range and it was the most beautiful driving range i've ever seen was that red rock No, so that's that's called Arrowhead, and that's the Red Rocks. So have you ever heard of Red Rocks Amphitheater, like um, U2 Live at Red Rocks? So there's a whole strip of those Red Rocks that run along the front range of Denver. Mm -hmm. So as you go west towards the mountains, you can see them going all the way south towards Colorado Springs. And uh, that's a little bit south of Red Rocks, but it's the same rock formations. And it's like the whole back nine of that course is just integrated through those rock canyons. And it truly is the most amazing. It's it's top top three most photographed courses in the world. It's just so different, and you got elevation changes, and you're hitting off the top. There's this. They have a hole that's called they call it shot out of a canyon because you're shooting through like a ten yard wide rock wall formation, and it goes out over a lake and into this open field uh, where the fairway is. I mean, just crazy stuff. Wow. But it's it's beautiful. It's a little pri- well, it's very pricey, but. Um, they always fill the tea times because people can't get enough of that view. That, 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 uh, driving range is just, there's nothing in the world like it. Wow. So it's a lot of fun. That's, that's definitely a top 10 for me, but I, I only play it probably two or three times a year. Cause it's, I mean, you're talking 200 bucks to play there. Mm-hmm. So. Does, the golf ball, <clears throat> does the golf ball really like ping off that red rock? Like if you veer a little right and you're, you're, cause sometimes it's, it'll be like a little deserty, like in between hole to hole. Right. And like, if you yeah. hit a rock, like, do you lose a lot of balls out there? It, so it's, they're so big that you they kind of, they kind of guide you around them. Um, there's a couple holes there. In fact, I think I have a video posted. I'll have to see where we, I mean, you line up and we're in the middle of the fairway and we'll just turn and tee up a ball and smash it off this hundred foot rock face and see where the ball goes. Um, but it's, it, I mean, there's, couple holes where they use it as as kind of an obstruction and you kind of have to go over them or around them but i would say most of the time it's it's pretty uh it's pretty pretty basic in terms of where they're guiding you but they do come into play and it's there's just nothing like it you know it's fun to take the drone out there i have a little drone that i'll let follow me around and take scenic you know shots with it and stuff it's it's a cool spot it's if you ever come to denver you know that's that's one of the three you have to play hell yeah so that's awesome. That sounds great. 
are there any courses that you've played, whether they've been like PGA tour courses, resort courses, anything like that, where you're just like, I, I just don't get it. Like, I just don't get why people love this or like why it's, it, you know, you know what I mean? Like, where, have yeah. you found any ones that are just like, it's a little overrated. Yeah. The hype, the hype kind of blows it up a little too much. Um, I would say, I would say um, TPC Scottsdale is okay for me. Um, is that the the stadium course? Is that where the they play the waste management? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, I've heard it's beautiful, but sometimes it's just like during also during the summer, like when it's 110 degrees. Yeah. Like why well, are you playing it, golf? <laughs> yeah, you be out there. Um, so I you, the thing with that too is a lot of that is the expectation golfers have because of the tournament and because of the stadium. But when you're out there in a normal time of year where they're not there and the stadium's not there, it's a pretty basic desert course for down there. I mean, if I'm in Arizona, I would rather play like a true north, you know, mm-hmm. the, the Quintero course up, up in Scottsdale, stuff like that. There's, I mean, there's there's literally six or seven courses I'd rather play than there. And it's still, they know people are coming to play that course uh, because they see it on TV, but it's not the same. I mean, it's it's really not the same as when it's during the tournament. Well, even when you look at like Tiger Woods's hole of one in, I think it was 96 or 97, right? And just how much it's even changed from 97 to like now where they build the entire stadium around that 16th hole. Like it's absolutely insane. Yeah. I mean, it it would be incredible to play it and to have a chance to do that and be in that atmosphere. I mean, even, I mean, on on just a simple level of being around when the, when the stands are up and no one's in it, that'd be kind of cool, but Mm. It's really, it's a very basic course. It's a linksy uh, desert, flat, right? Really, really flat. Yeah, and it's, it's. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not to, not to say it's not a good course because it is a good course, but it's, it's a little bit overhyped for me. I mean, mm. you got, you got. That's, you know, that's a pretty popular stop because of the way they do that tournament, which is awesome and a great environment. But it's not really. That to me is more like I always think of that one as more of like a Happy Gilmore type course. Um, mm-hmm rather than the normal PGA type course. Like no. it's a, a rowdy bunch. Like let's get out and have a party and be different than we are the rest of the year and, you know, make it fun. Um, but that's just my opinion. That's exactly what it is. I was at a, a bachelor party in February of the year the Pats lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And the group I was with paid like some staff to let us hop a fence to get up into those stands the amount of $1 bills going around on the stupidest shit is a riot. Like you got Brant Snedeker from like, I don't know, like seven feet, like the amount of ones going and the the amount of vulgarity in in Brant's backswing, like that people just want him to miss because they got money on him missing. It's just a riot. It's crazy. That see, and that would be, that would be a blast. I would, I would love to be involved in that, but it's like, you know, playing wise, other than other than that time of year, it's it's really, I don't know, it's a, it's a little bit too simplistic. I think it's they've just kind of more. I think in my in my thought has always been like they were in danger of losing it, um, and it wasn't really that great. And so to try and make it different and keep the PGA coming back, they made it a little bit more rambunctious, which is cool. It's awesome. Yeah, it's that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. And to think they have, you know, you got U of A pretty close. You got ASU like right there right so it's just like it's all those all those guys coming in and it's just like a crazy crazy event i remember i I think it was you know probably like the mid 2000s when it really started getting like that and i'm sure like what you said chunky it's just like all right we just need people to come 
Like, let's start giving it to like, you know, let's start pricing it better for the college kids and everything like that. And that's the type of crowd you're going to get. And it's a very fun crowd for like that event. And that one event, I think it's great. I think if it was like that every week on tour, it'd probably be a little tough, but like having one event where you get absolutely booed to high heavens, if you miss the green is what it's, it's absolutely perfect for that time. I agree. hundred percent. It starts off the season well and gets people excited about it too. And the, but the, there's just so many great courses in Phoenix that I think are better. I mean, I, I legitimately could tell you 10 other courses I'd rather play, but I like that. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> All right. I got, I asked this to everyone we interview chunky, any hole in ones. And if so, what club, what hole, what, you know, yardage, give it to me. So the, the long answer or the short answer is no, I have okay. none. The long answer is I've been so close. I mean, this is not like one of those stories where the fish gets bigger and bigger. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I legit have been so close so many times and in situations that are different than just an every day, I was the closest I've ever been was hit the pin and stopped on the lip. Um, from, and it was at Keystone up, up in the mountains and it was in a tournament and it was for a Lexus when I was 19 years old. No. They have seven oh. is they didn't give it to you? No. They, in fact, it was closest to the pin, and someone said they, they were closer than my ball, and they, they, won the, they won the wedges that were the closest to the pin. You were 19. So they, wow. They so took you, you were basically in the hole. Like, you were I, basically in the hole. I kid you not, half of the ball was looking down into the hole. And it so was, – I'm guessing if you would have pulled the pin, like you could have pulled it, I guess some way that would have been like, maybe have rolled it in or like something like that. And someone said that they got it closer than you. Yep. And it was, it was, it was some big wig from the company that was sponsoring. So they didn't even question it. eh, But I was more upset about the fact that I didn't get the Lexus that was sitting there. Um, I, in fact, didn't the wedges. Who cares about the wedges when you could get the Lexus? It was it was so crazy because it was downhill. It was like it was like 185 ish, and I said, "I'm gonna it's downhill. I'm gonna hit my eight iron, um, and I'm just gonna." And that was back when I was young and swung as hard as I could, and I hit it. And the guys I was playing with were like, "Oh no, that's short." I'm like, "That is all over it. Like, what are they talking about? You know, that slow motion in your swing, you're holding your pose, and you're like, "Holy cow, that's that's gonna be good." And it hit the hill behind it, spun back, hit the pin, and then popped out. And I was just, and there was 30 people down on the green watching for insurance stuff. There was a whole company that was down there and they were all screaming. So we thought it went in and it didn't. So it's a great, it didn't happen. Timmy, I don't think we're going to have, I don't think we're going to be able to ask this question anymore. I mean, look at the frustration that has come in. He's about to run through this. He's about to turn off his camera and go to bed. I mean, this is, this is worse than, than Brandon's golf, like putting stuff. Hey, none of us have had one either. So it's not like we're over here. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been, Pretty, pretty, pretty good, pretty good amount well, of time. I, Nothing crazy. I'm still chasing the buffalo. Some, uh, I saw some stuff on on TikTok, and you know, some some people were talking, and they were basically like, if it's a hundred, if it's under a hundred yards, it doesn't count as a hole in one. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, there's a tournament in on the European tour 
that the hole is 75 yards. Now it is almost completely uphill. So it's a little different. Like the tournament at the Den- Danish Denmark tournament, whatever it is, it's so sweet to watch. Like the best part about European tour is like 7 a.m. You get to turn it right on and, and you get to watch that stuff. I love the golf channel yeah. for that. But I'm sitting there and I'm like, if I, if it's like 95 yards and it, it's pep, pep, that one court, I mean, uh, seven at Pebble is what? 105 and some days it's like 85 that goes in i am prancing around that course for the rest of the day i can shoot 125 i don't care i'm going into that bar i'm buying everyone around i am counting where's the line where's the line like mini golf does that count like what if you play a par three 18 hole par three like that does that count i would count that it depends i I wouldn't count i wouldn't count that stuff you going over to shadow brook Shadowbrook doesn't M- exist anymore. MGA <laughs> If you're playing a, like a, a pitch and putt type of place, that's different. But if you're on like yeah. a, a, a like a regulation course, and they move the tee box up to repair something else, and you hit the hole in one, like I, I don't. I honestly, at this point in my life, you saw how depressed I just got. I would take it. <laughs> I, would, I would lie about it and say it was one ninety five, and I hit like you know seven iron because I'm just, just just that big off the tee, and I wouldn't care. Uh-huh. I wouldn't lose any sleep. That is that is the old Brian. I know we're we're talking Boston sports, but that is the Brian Scalabrini right there of not playing a single minute in the NBA finals. And he said, by the time I'm 50, I'm gonna tell by the time I'm 60, I'm gonna tell my grandkids I won the MVP. Like, you know what I mean? So and, and he and he can ball too. So it's not like he's oh. any he's you know, I I all day long. I think I think if someone um, I think those kind of people have already had hole in ones or they'll never get one because they know they're not that kind of golfer. Um, it's the people that really frustrate me that have multiple that are just terrible. Like my youngest brother, he had, he had two in high school and he had never played like, I mean, I'm talking about a pitching wedge from a hundred and like he was hitting his pitching wedge from a hundred and I think he said 10 yards out from the red tees and he bladed it. And it, he said it didn't get off the ground and it rolled mm-hmm. down the hill green and into the hole and he thought bullshit. that yeah he thought that was cool and he was that's all ridiculous you know, i'm like dude that's not talent that you didn't do anything there you that just, is the definition you, of luck that infuriates me so and then i'm out there trying to stick it close and i don't hunt for hole in ones but i mean when you do have that moment like oh crap that could go in i have the opposite luck where it's like oh i'm just gonna look in and then go away so we live to find it another day. The great white buffalo hunt continues for me. Oh, continues for all of us. I I'm, I'm I may be with Mike on that one. I don't know if we can ask this question again, Tim. <laughs> like yeah. the, it's cool. the okay, anger, gonna... the sh- cool. We have to we have to ask it to a person who we know have have has gotten a hole in one prior, so that way we can just like slowly bring it back and be like, okay, we got yeah. one person. No, I I think it's good. I think you guys good understand people. It's good. You keep asking it. It uh, it just reiterates <laughs> the desire to get it again. This oh, is going to be the asking it. This, gonna be year. this is going to be the year. You keep filming, Chunky. You'll film that. Your dad will be pulling that out of the hole for you in a matter of no oh. time. I can just. And I will I, actually know, Chunky. Your your luck. Both all three of your sons are going to have them before, <laughs> before you. <laughs> oh, that's that is that is worse than me making fun of your putting. That is that's, worse. I'm that just prepping. I'm just I'm getting the mind ready for the moment if it happens. 
it's it's prep because you know I got to be able to mentally handle it. Like Tim, he hasn't <laughs> said anything in the last few minutes because I think he feels bad. But I appreciate <laughs> being real with me, Michael. That's important. Should I ask oh. the next question you always ask, Timmy? No, you got to you got to you got it because this will be a good redemption question. Which one? Oh, the you uh, know you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so chunky, you can you can have in your backyard. You have a backyard. I don't know what size backyard you have now. We're going to go, if you could have any hole as your backyard, that any hole in the world, just that one single hole, it comes with the scenery around it. Say you're into scenic holes or something like that. It goes the exact yardage and you have all the room in the world just for that one hole. If you could have one hole as your backyard hole, which hole would that be? Gosh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So I, I, my first thought goes to Augusta because Augusta is Augusta. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never played there. So I, I feel like I, you know, I've played a couple of holes where I felt like this is the coolest hole I've ever played. I think of like pebble number 18. I think of, uh, pebble number seven. Um, That's what we said, those are the two ones we said, Timmy said 18. I said seven. Yeah. Th- I, those ones. This, this was on a previous season, chunky. We, you, yeah. Wait, right, Brendan, I don't, what did, you know what mine is oh oh yes, yes mine is basically my backyard already yeah i uh went with it 18 18 harbortown golf links where they play the the rbc so i live about a mile and a half from the course down oh, here and it's that's uh that's on the list it's, it's the biggest fairway in golf i miss it every time every hey. time <laughs> at least you're playing that hole i, I I don't know. I think I think part of me would want to say 18 at Pebble just because it's a par five and it gives you a lot more beach real estate. You can't say it. It's already been said. Got next 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 answer. There you go. There no. you, go. you can no, give us give us another one. Seven or eight, seven and 18. You've played them. One more. Yeah, I, I like um, I like I number like. two at Wailea in Hawaii. If you guys have ever mm-hmm. played that, that one's pretty cool. Um, gosh um i don't oh, that's, remember what that's good that's i just needed one more i'm gonna go look up because i don't know that course in hawaii well yeah it's it's pretty cool it's it's in the it's in maui it's on maui and it's i mean it's a great course great course and they have mm-hmm. there's there's you can't go wrong playing golf in hawaii i've played i played at a course on the on the uh north side of the island that cost me five dollars to play and they didn't have carts and they just had the pull carts and it was the most amazing scenery you've ever seen. It was just incredible. So you just five, you bucks. five bucks you said too. Yeah. They they basically paid us to play it because they were like, they're just like, hey, yeah, come on out. Like we walked like, up and I said, Hey, I have my clubs in the car. How you know, how long would it take me to play? I gotta catch a flight. And they're like, Oh, as fast as you want. You can play as many holes as you want, no big deal. I mean, just that Hawaiian lifestyle, it was awesome. It was so cool. Wow. wow. Now I'm jealous. Now I gotta find. That, that's another goal. That's an add that to the goal. Find that. Find that golf course. That's amazing. Yeah. Any any course would, in Hawaii, you're gonna love it. Yeah, I would say if I didn't pick 18 at Harbor Town, I'd probably go. Um, and this also goes into our arguments, which is later. Uh, which is, I'll ask after this. I do. I would probably pick 18 at St Andrews too, because I just love that. Yeah, that, that and was it's not, not eight. And it's not 18 at Carnoustie with that stupid <laughs> river with the stupid burr right in, right in the middle of it too. So I love that hole. Um, my question to you uh, for like this kind of, we do a little bit of rapid fire too, but the first one I always do is rank the four majors best to worst in your opinion. 
I think I, I think the Masters is best for me. I'm not a big guy. I don't like I don't necessarily like the Open. Um, depends on where they're playing it. Uh, it really bothers me that I can't watch it. Mm. Um, but I mean, it's good golf. I'll, that's this is a win-win. That I mean, is true the, because it's, it's even five worse. hours for us. Yeah, it's, seven, it's what seven or eight for you guys. Yeah, right? it's, it, it's seven. You gotta wake eight. up at three a.m. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And and by the and, and you know if you record it and get up and watch it, by the time you record it, you're already getting your bleacher report numbers and all that crap. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a little frustrating. And now if Tiger's in the race or Phil or any of the big guys are playing well, I'll watch and and catch up. But I would say Masters is number one. I like the U.S. Open. Um, I don't know. It's three and four are kind of you know even for me. You know I. That's yeah, probably yeah. not the answer. No, first and second are right, and three yeah, and four, yeah, yeah. We don't no. need to talk. No, Brendan's number one is uh, he, you saw him squirm a little bit there when he when you put British <laughs> the, the open last. Yeah, Knife I got in his that. heart. You well, stuck that. You stuck that, Scotty. Cam. I actually, like, and this 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 is a contentious on the podcast regularly when it comes to the when it comes to the open. I personally, personal opinion, personal opinion like the open as my number one because and i don't play what i hit the ball very high so i could never play links golf to save my life but for some reason i just love i love every course they play there last year they were talking about how royal st george was going to be an embarrassment to to brit to the to the open and it looked and it was impeccable like so i sit there and i'm sitting there i'm just like this is you know, it's 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 where golf began. It's it's an unbelievable story. Royal Port Rush. I'll never forget Shane Lowry in the pubs afterwards singing Fields of Athen Rye while he's holding up the British. Like I love that stuff. It's a nostalgia thing. It's like a look back, but I mean, yeah. So that's why it's my number one, but I always say that. I, I get it. I get I get the reasoning. I just don't agree. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, we're we're an agree to disagree podcast. So that's okay. There you go. There you That's go. All good. Um, I think besides that, my favorite one that I also ask is you have a, you can you can pick two two guys. So you, you there's two guys that you can play with, and it's basically two errors. Would you rather play with Tiger and Phil, or Arnie and Jack Nichols? Oh man, that that's a tough one. <clears throat> That's tough because in their prime, by the way. So you're not getting 80 year old Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer. You're getting in their prime. Are, are you saying they who am I taking if they play against each other? No. So you get to play with them. So you're there. Oh. They're a twosome and you're you're their third. Who do you play with? Well, Which twosome do you pick? To me, it doesn't matter if they're in their prime because they beat me regardless. Um, <laughs> they beat us all. They would destroy yeah, so us. So. That, that's neither here nor there. I, so for me, it's hard. It's really hard to pick against Tiger because I'm a Tiger guy. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would love to play with Tiger. And Phil's a great, uh, he's a great, you know, legend of the game. But I mean, imagine the stories those other two have. I mean, and the knowledge and the being able to see and talk about the progression of the golf history through the, you know, 50s, 60s, and 70s. Oh man, I'd have a really really hard time picking against tiger but i'd have to say jack and arnold yeah i i mean for for me it's it's probably tiger and phil but i will say there's something appealing about thinking about like 1950s like arnold palmer in his prime 
just going up, putting his cigarette to the side or like putting a cigar or a cigarette to the side of the tee box, teeing his tee up, just wh- barely any practice swings and just whacking it and being like, all right, picking the cigarette back up and walking yeah. down the fairway. <laughs> like that just seems, you know, that would be unbelievable, I- but I gotta go. Like I have, like I have, like he, he was like, you know, an absolute idol growing up too. So. Yeah. I just feel like, I, I feel like the interactions would be a little bit more, sincere from those two um i think tiger and phil would spend more time going at each other and mm. and you know the banter back and forth and not saying that i wouldn't enjoy that either because it's a win-win but i mean you just just the the wealth of knowledge and the fact that we all didn't you know our age group we didn't get to see them play in their primes we didn't get to see them you know execute shots with technology that was you know caveman-ish compared to what we have today i mean it's just so different and I would love to see how different it was, you know, to go back in time and play in that era. It'd be, you know, these guys are, you know, they're, I saw something a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about their longest drive up, you know, on the tour in like the sixties was like 247 yards. And I'm thinking I hit that with my five wood and, you know, I can almost get there with my forearm. I'm thinking I'm pretty big, but then I'm thinking, Oh gosh, but what kind of technology do they have? And, yeah. The perfect, the, the the ability to have the perfect swing and the perfect form to make those clubs and those golf balls execute the perfect way. I mean, I don't think half the golfers today could even get the ball down the fairway because those balls would just go everywhere. They wow. had a piece of steel with like five grooves in it. And then they were yep. just like, all right, and get out there and hit the ball. Yeah. And they hit it well and they could work it and they could do it all. And then, you, I mean, have you ever watched the wide world of golf on like YouTube with the old, the olden days where they had the one, I mean, have you seen those greens? It's like punting on my front yard. It's not even a green. Yeah. Like it's like the ball's bouncing and like moving away. They're like, this one's going to break three feet. Right. And then at the hole, it's going to take a turn. And I'm just like, how do you putt on that? Like you can't even, I mean, the, the, the things they were able to do is just different. I respect that. One of my favorite things on Golf Channel is I think it was the year that Ian Woosnam won the Masters. That was like the last year that they had or not the last year, but it was coming towards the end of the like the steel spike eras. But it was still like, okay, these cameras are like pretty good now. Like it was late 80s, early 90s. And just seeing the green rip to shreds because people are wearing like the, you know, the five eighth of an inch just steel steel spike on the bottom and just seeing that and i'm like how did these guys putt on this like imagine that now like justin thomas would be going around like (laughs) fixing every single ball mark and i'm the guy that leaves the craters because i'm so huge that i mean if i I step next to the hole i create a divot so it's like i mean imagine adding spikes to that it wouldn't work crazy absolutely crazy i like that i like that um when you said, when uh, when you said you would almost rather, well, this I formed this opinion after this, but I, you said the wealth of knowledge that Jack and Arnold would be able to tell you, and Brendan said you get to golf with them in their prime. I would almost rather golf with them, you know, one year before Arnold died and, yeah. and Jack now, you know, rather than in their prime because you're so, you're so right. I mean, just the stories they have, I would like. I think I'd like that better. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard some incredible stories from from you know different people about jack and and arnold and it's funny my dad papa chunky as we call him now he's got i made him a hat that has this on it mine says chunky but his says chunky or uh, papa chunky so he's pretty proud of it but um (laughs) 
he actually went to the Masters the last last time Tiger won, um, and he was able to sit with Arnold, uh, or excuse me, Jack, uh, behind the ropes at something, and, and Jack Nicholas sat there with him for 10 minutes and just talked to him and treated him like he was just an everyday friend, like didn't have any issues. And, you know, my dad didn't approach him. He was just, you know, made eye contact. And he said, how are you doing, Mr. Nicholas? And just the different generation, that that generation is so powerful for for the whole, you know, spread of wealth they bring, not just in golf and the world, you know, views. And so that kind of stuff to me is really intriguing. I like learning from the past to improve what we're doing moving forward. And those guys are you know, they're great at what they did on the course and they're even better off the course. Bingo. Well said. Yeah. Terrific answer. Thank you. Terrific. Wrote that one down. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and and you, I I was trying to wrap my, like no tiger, like you really no tiger, but, but, but no, it didn't feel good. Out of here. But you kind of kind of got to compare Arnie and 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 Phil, right? Like similar personalities. Like Arnie back in his prime, like just such an outgoing like guy would you would love to play with that guy? Just oh, someone God. who you'd always want to have on your team, and he was always very. You're not you're not losing with with that pick either way you go. I mean, you're gonna exactly. You're gonna, I think. Yeah, I mean, I I would say. You could ask me tomorrow and I may change my answer, but I think where I am in my life now, I think appreciating, I mean, cause for example, I, I collect sports memorabilia and I have on my desk over here, a Bay Hill golf here. Let me grab, yeah, you'll get a kick out of this. No one in the world has this except for something. And it's not cause I stole it, but I may have. So this is the, <laughs> T-box marker from Bay Hill. That's unreal. Yeah, and I I had to get it, and so I have it. But <laughs> there's just – I don't <laughs> want to get myself in a corner I can't get out of, so I'll just leave it yeah. that. But yeah. we may need uh, another podcast just to hear the story of how that that ended up out of Bay Hill Country Club and into the well, into the chunky household. <laughs> Well, it was, it was, it's very simple. We were there. We were one of the last tea times and it was dark and I just may have strolled over there and fell upon it and picked it up and ended up in my golf bag. Out of respect and and honor and appreciation. It was paying homage to, to, to (laughs) I said, if I could only get it autographed, if he hadn't passed away before I got it, if I could get this autograph to be my favorite sports memorabilia thing. And I have a lot of cool oh. stuff, but it's still, it sits on my desk. Um, but the funniest part was when the TSA people were like, what the, what is this? You know, they pulled out and someone left a note and they're like, what, on, what on earth is that? And That's thankfully awesome. someone put it was, and they didn't take it away from me, but. That's cool. What's your prize? What's a, what's a couple different or other prized possessions you have in that memorabilia? Now I'm interested. <laughs> Um, I got some cool, I got some cool flags. There's one behind me. This one right here is the BMW classic when it was here in Denver, Denver never gets PGA events. So the BMW championship came through here a couple of years back and was able to hang out with a lot of cool people. And, um, thankfully through my work connections, we did some big sponsorships. And so I was able to get behind the ropes and hang out with some people and got to spend some time with Jason day and, um, other people that, 
you know, just were around. And then a lot of local guys on there. So on that one, there's like John Elway signed it. Gotcha. Um, Chauncey Phillips, Phil Mickelson, mm -hmm. Rory. It's kind of an eclectic random pro-am type of flag. That's pretty cool. Um, got a lot of Bronco stuff. I know you guys are Pats fans, so forgive me. But um, <laughs> That's okay. I actually have a couple Tom Brady. You can forgive us. Yeah, no, I was I just about to say, I feel like Broncos people <clears throat> hate Patriots fans more than Patriots fans hate Broncos people. Well, yeah, because it, it's you guys are kind of the lions and we're kind of sheep. You know, lions don't pay attention to what sheeps are going through because we've been uh, <laughs> I will say, I will say, and you'll be happy with this. My first ever jersey I ever owned was a uh, 1997 John Elway number seven uh, royal cool. or navy blue with the with the orange Broncos jersey. Yeah, I was I was obsessed with John Elway. I was obsessed with him and Steve Young growing up because I liked uh, Steve Young because he was a lefty like me. And then yeah. John Elway, because he was, you know, little small guy who was able to like run around and do crazy stuff too. So I, yeah. I loved, I loved both yeah. of them growing up. And then my dad, by the time I turned eight, he like slapped me. He's like, you're a Patriots fan now. And I'm like, okay. Hey, get in line. <laughs> get in line. That's why I always tell my kids, because, you know, they, I, they, they always ask me like, hey, why are we watching this football game? The Broncos aren't playing. And then one of my sons said, hey, I like the Chargers. Their helmets are cool. And I said, oh, no. You you don't talk like that in my house. And if you do it again, then you're going to go live with your aunt and uncle because I'm not doing it. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I know there was, a, religion. There was yeah. a Broncos religion. I joined it, but I got a lot of cool stuff I, like this. You can't see it that actually you can. There's a Broncos Super Bowl ball there signed by L.A. That was in Super Bowl 32 that he signed uh, that they actually played with. And then, you know, I got a lot of I collect a lot of cards, too. I do sports cards, um, putters random stuff but i got a lot of cool stuff i got a von miller game used helmet that he wore in the super bowl super bowl 50 that he signed and um he's yeah, got another so I, one back i got a lot of cool stuff so and That's i've been awesome. able to meet a lot of cool people through work and through opportunities and just being around so it's, it's been fun it's a it's a huge blessing but it's it's i love to do it i love to do it and i got no. I, you've probably seen him in some of my lives i got my peyton manning game used jersey right here on the that i put on the mm -hmm. wall so awesome hopefully i get an aaron Rodgers one next year <laughs> oh why are you talking about the pittsburgh steelers quarterback like no okay <laughs> hey, you know it, it would be a good i i wouldn't blame him to go there he just wouldn't be as successful so it's uh, <laughs> yeah i mean joking around like and now we're really getting off the rails but like as soon as they hire like as soon as i think the broncos hired Hackett for a reason. Like I think that they like him, but it also helps that he's Aaron Rodgers' offensive coordinator. Oh, there's, there's no doubt they tried to they tried to play it off like even if Aaron Rodgers wasn't available, we would have hired him. And frankly, anyone who cares about that doesn't live in Denver because we were we would have been more upset if they didn't do it for that reason. Because yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers and, and and him talk like every day. And now that he signed Devonte Adams, is saying he wants to come to Denver potentially. So. <laughs> We're all on board. I just – we can't count the chickens until they hatch. Right. So we'll good, see. Good Either way, there. we'll support them. Absolutely. That's awesome. I'm, I mean, I'm very jealous of the memorabilia, of course, but, you know, 
luckily there's probably not any John Groot signed signed Raiders things in there or any Patrick nope. Mahomes signed Chiefs things in there or anything. Actually, like I do I do have I do have a signed Mahomes. I do have a couple of Mahomes stuff, but that was more investment stuff because his stuff caught up like wildfire. So mm-hmm. my, yeah, my actual work company's out of Kansas City. Gotcha. Um, so I get to hear about that. You know, I'm the only. <laughs> fan in the office and that sucks because let me just say i was more happy that the, the chiefs lost last week than i was for any broncos win this whole year so really same oh, divi- same division obviously we, though that's we hate the chiefs and raiders here the chargers wow. are kind of that like, random little brother that kind of roams around the house but the chiefs and the char or the raiders are i actually kind of i can understand where you're, i mean teddy bridgewater and drew Locke starting every game you don't get your hopes up for anything really right brutal. it's brutal <laughs> i was like us growing up we were i hated the i mean all i hated the dolphins growing up because they were like the patriots before i mean not they were not like the patriots they were you know the royalty of the afc east then it yeah. was the jets because the jets all of a sudden got good out of nowhere and then rex ryan came and they got good again and it was like that and like all of a sudden out of nowhere, Bill, Bills fans are are abs- And I know Mike married Mike married a Bills fan, but um, Bills fans are coming out of the woodwork after after you know twenty five years. So it's, it's interesting. <laughs> they've, been, they've been hibernating, and they look good. They're going to be around a while. They are. They are. This kid Joey Burrow though, he's he's special. He's, he's awesome. He's awesome. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I was going through uh, some of my football cards because I collect them um, just as a side hobby with my boys. And I pulled out like 30 of his rookie cards and I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope they win the Super Bowl because I have no emotional attachment to these. I will sell them. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's, That's cool. unreal. Oh, man. I will sell them. Yeah, yeah I'll enjoy, enjoy the Super Where are you watching be- the Super Bowl? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, no stress. Um, it's kind of undecided right now. I, I I've gotten a couple invites, but I'll probably just hang out with my boys um, and maybe a family friend. We'll be pretty light because the wife's going out of town. So nice. I'm on dad. Dude. So. Well, at least, we I mean, it's not like the worst rooting interest. Like, you know, there's two pretty darn good oh. teams, but it's yeah. not like you're actively rooting. I mean, like you actively rooting against the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, it's actively rooting for Tom Brady last year and then yeah. actively yeah. rooting against the Chiefs in other years too. So. Yeah, that's, that's kind of – I was talking about it to my wife. I was like, I, I'm going to have – I'm actually going to enjoy the Super Bowl because I don't care who wins at all for the first time in a long time. And the Chiefs aren't there and the Patriots aren't there, although I am a Tom Brady fan. So I cheered for him last year. I do like he, – he makes it hard not to like him. I mean, I tried for a long time, but he's, he seems like a pretty good dude. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, this year will be pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. You got you guys got legal uh, sport gambling in Colorado like we do right yeah. now. Yeah, just hop on an app and just fire away some bets and. Yeah, you can do basically anything you want in Denver other than kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, we'll have to get out sometime. Yeah, yeah you guys. It would be awesome to have you guys. Denver's an easy place to get into too. I mean, it's not expensive and it's it's uh, there's a lot of stuff right near the airport. I mean, you come in. Well, I'll take you on a, a chunky tour. We'll play some golf and yeah. take you up. We actually have cool mountain casinos right up the hill and oh, go up there and awesome. watch some games or go to a Bronco game or something fun. Yeah. For some of our, uh, for some of our listeners who do listen once in a while, we, uh, we've been talking about doing, doing a trip, like a boy's trip. And we've been talking about uh, 
creating, well, me spending stupid money on a silly trophy that we don't need, but we're still going to get it. And we're going to call it the Duff Cup. And we're going to go Thanks. somewhere every year. And so we'll definitely have to get the Colorado. We definitely have to get Colorado on there for the Duff Cup because yeah. the way oh, you were yeah. just describing that one court arrowhead sounds amazing. And yeah, look, look it up. It's worth it. I mean, it really is worth it. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's just different. It feels like you're on Mars in the middle of the mountains. It's crazy. It's crazy. But Colorado's got a lot of good courses. And, and I mean, it's, it's super affordable for the most part. And you guys, I mean, it would, you would not regret playing golf in Denver and your, and your drives would be about 10 yards longer and your irons would be about five yards longer. So you'd like it. Excellent. Excellent. I'll make sure to take a bunch of uh, testosterone before that round too. So I can really get it out there. It's important <laughs> too. Well, Chucky, good, sir. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. If you want to plug anything, go for it right now. We would, uh, you know, plug the TikTok, anything like that. Yeah. I mean, if, if feel free to join the Chunky squad, Chunky underscore golfer. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Got a lot of big things coming. Like I said, I didn't really anticipate it, but uh, we're making these hats uh, coming out uh, hopefully in the next month or two. It's just all on back order. Um, but, you know, a lot of merchandise coming up, a lot of good opportunities. I'm going to be traveling again um, here in the next month. So I'm going to get you know, my goal is to get with a lot of TikTokers and go play golf where they are, including you guys. I'd love to come play out where you guys are. I've never played in the Northeast. So, and then South Carolina, I mean, you guys got some sweet courses out there. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, anytime anybody needs anything or needs any help on, you know, anything, I'm, I'm there. Um, I'm happy to help anybody out with anything and collaborate and do stuff. And I just appreciate you guys letting me come on and, you know, spread love about the Chunky Squad. And I appreciate you guys' support. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Chunky Doll for everyone. Thank you so much. Wait. I appreciate wait. it. Oh, well, uh-oh. I, I, noticed, I, noticed, I noticed the Master T, and I, I know you said your dad went to the Masters, but I think we should start doing this from when we interview people is take their Masters prediction, just pick one person who they think is going to win the Masters. By Masters time, we'll see who's the victim. I, I'm going to say Tony Finau. Tony Finau. Okay. Mm, I, love I love it. Charlie yeah, Hoffman. I, Let's do it. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big Tony guy. He's uh he's friends with a couple of different people I know out of Utah and, and um, just, I mean, there's not a nicer person in the world. I mean, the guy, he, you wouldn't even, if you saw him on the, like on the street or on an airplane, you would have no idea. He was a professional athlete or he made as much money as he did and he'd give you the shirt off his back. So I really respect him. And he's tough. I mean, when he broke his ankle or snapped it. Oh Yeah. I, I almost I almost passed out watching it, let alone put it back in and played the next day. So pop it back. Like crazy. Right. Absolutely crazy what he did. Oh I, even if he doesn't, I'll be cheering for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got one. So that's good. We got we're gonna have a full list and uh maybe we'll make a daily fa- if 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 we can afford it, maybe we'll make the daily fantasy team everyone who picks it. So that's awesome. Well, Great. Well, thank you so much, Chuggy. We appreciate it, man. Absolutely, fellas. I appreciate you and keep doing what you're doing. I'll, I'll continue to support it and I'll make sure I share all this stuff and get you guys growing up. Great, too. Thank you. You're the man. Thank Thanks, you. Fellas.